Elijah. What's up, everybody? It is episode 11. I am excited. You know, I'm mostly excited that I'm committed to this because (laughs) my friends were like, you know, you should probably only start with like an episode a quarter. And I was like, guys, I think I can commit to this. But episode 11 of the Black Girl Fit Files, we are back. We are living. It's almost spring. April is right around the corner. You know, just it's getting warmer outside. (sighs) Anyway, so I have an amazing show today. I always have an amazing show. I always say that every single time I have an episode, but I'm really excited about this uh, episode because it is a dear friend of mine that I have known for about 12 years. You were one of like the first people I moved when, I I mean, I, I met when I lived, when I moved to New York City, and it is the lovely Tiff McFierce. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey, guys. It's Tiff McFierce and Elijah on the podcast. Yes. Uh... <laughs> I listen, so I know that there's songs. Yes, I have my songs. So, Tiffany is, you have so many hats and you've done so many things. She is dancer mm-hmm. slash meditation <laughs> slash yoga yeah. slash all the things and the coolest thing I personally think because I'm super proud of you for this is she is the first female resident DJ at Madison Square Garden. Yes, yes. 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 So what you guys hear when you go to the Knicks games and the Liberty games, that's her. That is Tiffany. Yes, it is. It's me, y'all. It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I'm so proud of you Thank for you. it just blows. I'm just, you know, it's We just, have like people don't know like we've known each other for mad long. Yes. So like, we've known like even Dance. just before yeah even just before we like started recording you're just like I didn't know you were like DJing like, I didn't I didn't know nobody knew so it's like it's just I'm just grateful for the support of all of you guys that have known me since the days of Rude Gal like <laughs> remember that was my tag there was no Tiff that McPherson was. there was Tiff McPherson because Aurelia yes. used to call me McPherson in high school yes um and. A couple people used to call me McPherson on the dance scene, like one or two, but it was rude gal because it I was remember. just like I that was the thing. I so. remember, <laughs> and now like you just evolved into this phenomenal woman, and it's crazy because yeah. we met two thousand seven, two thousand eight ish, dancing at Broadway Dance Center. Did you do work study? I did do work studies. We did the work studies. I hated it. Cleaning the toilets at BDC to take $5 classes. Mm -hmm. We were just in the trenches with each other. And I I made sure they put me in front desk. Like, I made sure to let them know, like, I'm not going to clean in no bathrooms. Oh, see, I didn't know I had the option. You didn't. We didn't have no options. But I was like, (laughs) listen, I do, I like, I finagled my way in there. I was like, so all of my jobs. um, Come on, New York City. Come on. Like, (laughs) chill. <laughs> what are they and there's doing? no emergency though. That's the no, I know. that's the killer. They're there's not doing no anything. emergency. Basically, I told them I was like, oh, you know, I bartend as well as I'm always usually front of house. Um, my jobs when I was in college, I was a receptionist, so I just work better <laughs> at the front desk, being front of house. That's my strong suit. Like I, I finagled mm. that, and you which sure it was, did. Which it was, but I was like, I clean like the mirrors once in a while, but I also never did a night shift. Oh, see, I only did the night. Yeah, so I would have had to probably. Yeah, so I was stuck cleaning the toilets. If they put me on night, night shifts, but because I yes. told them I was better at front of house, they were like, oh, so we'll put you in the daytime. 
See. And I only did it for a short period of time because. Delijah, you have not because you asked not. My ass was cleaning them toilets at BDC. There used to be so much hair. hair. Oh, my God. Hair. Just all over the studio. Oh, that still gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. And look at you now. Like, <laughs> you are the pole extraordinaire, businesswoman extraordinaire, like, all-around fly girl, like. We are just, I'm so proud. I am too. I'm proud as as. Thank you. I'm proud of you. We, like, because dancing, Mm -hmm. it started with that. Mm -hmm. And then we both, we actually both did Motivating Excellence, which was a program with Rhapsody James, which was a really cool program. And after that, it's so funny because after the program, I was like, I'm moving in a different direction. (laughs) Me too. And it, I don't think it had anything to do with the program. I think it was just, like, me being like, okay. I think what it had to do is, like, tell me if you relate. For me, it was, I've always been into other things. Like, I yes. feel like you're just like me. Yes. Like, you're good at, uh, you're great at other things. Yes. Um, you're a great dancer. But your vision was always way broader. It was just all over. Than dance. And yeah. I think what happens with dancers is that we get so caught up in the dance. Yes. And it must be the dance. Yes. I have to, the dance, because of the dance. <laughs> so, like, nothing else matters besides the dance. True. And then you put yourself in this narrow bubble where sometimes it is that. Sometimes you're meant to be just that, that dancer, dancer mm-hmm. you know, or that choreographer. And other times it's like this shit was taking you to another place in your life yes. that was coming up. And it, you're always a dancer. Right. Always you're a dancer. Never, but even people that don't dance professionally like we do. We do. Yeah. They're, if you love to dance, then you're, you're a, dancer. a dancer. You're a dancer. So I think it was that. <laughs> I think when doing that program, I know for me, like, I immediately was like, yeah, I got to go super hard. I got to start telling people I DJ now. Right. It's like, you know, I need to get some more practicing because I didn't tell people because I was practicing. And I come from that era, we both come from that era where it's like, you don't tell nobody nothing until it's done. Right, exactly. You know? You have all the things going on in the in the back kitchen, but mm-hmm. and then you present the gourmet mm-hmm. meal, and you're like, oh no, I've been working on this. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to like act like I was a DJ because Instagram wasn't really popping and right, like that. Right, right, it so, wasn't. you know, it's just like, that's just not my character, and if I wanted to do it, that just wasn't the way. Right, So, True. you know, after the program, it just showed me like, oh, okay, I gotta really... There's other things for me, and I've been putting them on the back burner, and right. I can no longer do that. So how did you... So you got into DJing. You were doing DJing. Mm-hmm. And then when were you like, okay, now this is it? Because I know you... I remember seeing you booking, like, little gigs here and there, mm-hmm. and you would be mm-hmm. doing things, and i always be like, I'm going to have Tiffany. She's being the DJ at my wedding. <laughs> you're still going to be the DJ at my wedding. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be, but when I get married, you're the DJ at my wedding. <laughs> Everybody says that. It was, it was like 2012 where I was just like, yo, I got to, I got to, like, go. go. Yeah. Now and is the then, time. Yeah, and then it was like a year or two later, like, stuff started picking up a lot. Wow. Like, it was, it was... The, the work was already done, but, like, being done as far as the learning. Right. But then it was just like, all right, cool, like, 2013, I think I booked one of my first, or 14, one of my first, like, major gigs. Okay. Um, and it was just, like, from there. Wow. But from there, too, it was also just, I can't play around with, like, what I want to be as a businesswoman. Right. I have to figure this out now. Wow. And so, like, 
it just looks so complicated. <laughs> All of the things with DJing, because I'm just oh, like... Oh, yo, everybody says that. <laughs> I would not. I don't know how to... It, I can't even edit Audacity, which is the program that I use to record. I hate Audacity, by the way. Shout out to y'all. Not, like, not, because, <laughs> not because I hate the program, but just I don't like editing. I Exactly. I hate editing. Things. Exactly. That's why I tried to get this in one shot. Hold on. Wesley... Wesley, like, really, really likes Tiffany, and he is, like, trying to climb all over her. Friend, Wesley, can you please get down? Sit. Sit, Wesley. He's so cute. He is very cute, and he knows that he's cute, and that's why he tries to do what he tries to do. Anyway. Okay. So, besides the DJing, yes. which, how fun is that? Side note. So, DJing is mad fun. because It's not fun? No, it's mad fun. Oh, I thought you said it's not fun. It's mad fun. Once I'm doing my job, I'm having a blast. I've always wanted to DJ since I was a little girl. Since I was like eight years old, really? I knew I wanted to DJ. Because I remember seeing DJs and thinking, I want to do that. I want to control the crowd. I like to put things oh. together. And I like to have like say over the things that are being put together. Got you. And I felt like DJs could just do that. And I was like, yo, I want to do right, that. Right, you can shift the atmosphere of a real space. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, wow, even just saying it to you right now, I didn't realize I like that because... I'm supposed to be somebody that shifts energy in spaces. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's, breakthroughs. Yo, for real. Like sometimes you say things and then you're like, oh shit, this is why I was supposed to this do that. This is why. I just, wow. Right now. And it's crazy that I it's realize that. you're shifting the space of Madison Square Garden. That's yeah. a that's a sink in. Madison Square Garden is known all over the world. And it you is. are it's our most fam- world's most famous arena. And you are shifting the space. That's with why your when, music. When, when people like ask me, because they do still ask me this too, like what's your what's your Instagram following, and I'm just like, I mean, I DJ for like twenty two thousand people. Right. Why you need my Instagram? Like, <laughs> like, 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 right. Like, even just outside of the garden, like everything I've done, like all the festivals I've done. Right. Like I'm just like, there's something there when people can, you know, a good DJ, and I know a few of them that can just shift, you know, the room and make things. Dope, yes. So. And it's, you know, it was it was such a male-dominated... DJing is so, was so male-dominated. Mm-hmm. And then, like, being at Madison Square Garden is such a male-dominated space. Like, how did you find the way to be tall and stand in who you are and be like, I'm a woman, here I am, yeah. you know? I feel like just in life, it's like trying to find who you are at first so you know how you want to stand. Got it, yes. Be- because, like, a lot of times I thought to stand meant just in general like I have to make sure everybody knows that I'm really smart and like I have to make sure everybody knows that I'm on my shit and I know all my stuff and if I don't know it I'm gonna figure it out and and I'll never make mistakes and like that's (laughs) that was my stance you know in any room I went in to make sure that people knew I should be there um and now I think I just learned that I just have to, the way that I can stand tall and take up spaces to be myself authentically. Yes. Like, authentically. Never goes out of style. Never, ever. <laughs> it's the one thing. That's why, I like, so many people are on that wave right now. But it's like, right. it just is what, what it is. Like, you are what you are. Yes. And I think the other way that I learned to stand tall and to take up space is to listen. Like, the past, especially the past two years, have taught me that about the leader I wanted to be versus the boss I thought I wanted to be. Like, it's two different things. Wow. So, like, learning to listen to people and, like, using the gift of knowing how to read people and, like, hearing them out and then seeing how I can, like, be of 
um, what's the word? Um, like just how I can like add to the space. Yeah. Like what we're trying to do. Cause everybody can't be a leader. People yeah. can try to be a boss, but being a leader, it takes, it takes a lot yeah. of courage. It takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of understanding and humbling yourself mm-hmm. to be a leader, you know? So much security yeah. and self and, and listening. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. So through all of this, I know that you were telling me that you battled with depression, mm-hmm. you battled with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Can you just share a little bit about that and yeah. how you overcame that? Because this all happened even while you were DJing and yeah, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. Um, I'm about to be, what, 33? So I feel like I've been dealing with depression since I was about like eight years old. That's like the first time I can remember kind of feeling like, oh, I feel sad or like Mm. something's wrong. Um, And dance was always a way out of that for me. Like dance pretty much like saved my life. Um, And it's one of my first meditations, like before I even realized it, because like for us, it is. You right, know what I'm it saying? Is. Like, we go in the studio, we sweat it out. Yes. You still dance now, especially with pole. So it's like, that's, you know, you get in that zone and yes. you're doing stuff and you see how your body can, like, do other things once you're, like, centered. Right. Um, that is a med- It is a meditation. Yeah. I think a lot of times people, one thing is they get meditation mixed up with being like, I have to sit in a room, mm-hmm. I have to be on this pillow, mm-hmm. I have to have my legs crossed, yep. I have to be sh- chanting Om. And it's yes. like, no, your meditation is what brings you that peace what mm-hmm. brings what fills you and where you can go to clear your head yep. so it is true pole is definitely my meditation and yeah. yes okay go yeah, on yeah no but it's not because it's the truth it's like you know you it's see. so true yeah. yeah and dance was yours and yeah. dance was mine as well yeah. yeah yeah and it's like i just had so many ups and downs especially in the dance world and you know like dealing with that and i started coping with my feelings i feel like Maybe around the time I was, like, 21 in a way that food was involved. Mm. So I feel like, but, I mean, I I proudly say that I've gone to therapy. So, because in therapy, you find out so much shit. Come through. I'm in therapy <laughs> now. Y'all, I'm therapy like, saves lives. It really does. Don't be ashamed. And, I love my therapist. <laughs> and it's just somebody who doesn't know you, so you can just talk. Yes. And then, like, they'll, they'll bring you back around the conversation back to self. So I feel like the diabetes... Um, that I contracted about... Type 2. Type 2 diabetes. Right. I contracted it about, like... I was pre-diabetic for maybe, like, three or four years. Wow. And then, like, the past, like three or four years ago. And then, like, a year and a half, almost two, um, I was diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that came from the depression, um, battling with binge eating, yes. battling with overeating, um... And then also just, like, society stuff. Like, the shit that we're fed right. all the time. It takes a toll on your health. It does. <laughs> it and does. Because I, I was trying to put all the blame on myself. And then I was like, yo, I've been eating this my whole life. I've been eating this my whole life. You know, like, those things add up. Add up. Right. You know, to how your body takes in sugar. Yes. Um. So, it was just a plethora of all those things. And then, I don't think the journey for me is, like, over by any means. Right. It's just that I've gotten a hold of certain things that, okay, like, I know how to try to maneuver through things now. Right. So I reversed my diabetes strictly through eating. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. I just, like, I I go back and forth with, like, veganism. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now I'm eating salmon again and, like, shrimp. 
Um, in the summertime, I ate chicken and like made me sick, and I was like, oh, I think I'm over this. Like, Interesting. and it's just like the habit of it. But for me, it was just like food was I, I went crazy like looking up everything because I was already researching that from right. for like the past like seven years. Wow. And for the past nine years, I wanted to be vegan and I didn't know why. Like it was all these weird like right. Your body was like, telling you like you yo, should. Yo, you're right. You're not listening to me. You're right. But you're I'll keep right. saying it. You're That's right. why, yeah, yeah, definitely. My body was saying that, and so like now I'm just I'm like plant based, healthy as much as I can be. Yes, and like because un- I'm undoing like years, right, of tangling yes. up my life. Yes, you know? layers. There's yeah. layers of that. There's <laughs> layers to this diabetes. There's layers to this depression. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. layers and layers and layers. So I just hope that you know anybody who's listening to that who's dealing with anything. And understand that you can make change, but like life is gonna take you in that forward one step, five steps back, right? You know, two steps forward, one step back, you know, like, and it's just like making sure you don't hustle backwards the whole way, yes, hustle backwards. Damn, <laughs> I had an ex that told me that, and I, it never left my mind. Wow, like, always that always stuck with me, like, don't hustle backwards, yes, he left you with something good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got you. (laughs) Yes. So I know that with the, you know, the depression and stuff, I think sometimes, and you you touched on this about the society that we live in and everything, and it's so easy to fall into that, like, depressed state, especially being in the dance world, especially Mm -hmm. being, like, in the the arts world and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, both of us, we went through the motions of always being the, the... the dark skinned mm-hmm. dancer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's real. Yeah. And it's not just being like the black girl that's the dancer that's a little thick or the black girl mm-hmm. that's the dancer that has boobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like also I'm black, but I'm also the dark skinned black girl. Mm-hmm. And you're not even as dark as me. No, <laughs> but... in, in the dance world was the first time that I Me too. Really I saw knew, it. Saw it. Mm-hmm. But we see it though. Yes. But we're just trained, I feel like, as a people to see it and and just like we even have immersed ourselves in it right but in the dance world was the first time it was like oh yes. so this is how my sisters feel that are even darker than me yes. it was a slap in the face beautiful chocolate skin y'all be treating them like this yeah yeah it, it was a slap and i was like what yes and it's so true like the the typical light-skinned girl mm-hmm. with the hair mm-hmm. got picked over you a lot yeah. You know, a lot in programs, a lot in auditions, a lot for just pieces, a lot for even just being in the front versus you being in the back, knowing that you're killing it. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> you know, so that that also added to that can add to that depression. I think that after I was when I was dancing and stuff, I definitely had a bout of that depression that, you know, and I don't even know that I was aware, but like reflecting back on it. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to be like. Oh yeah, that there was some pretty effed up shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, know, because yeah. it's also like it. It I always say this: if you do not have a sense of self, and you don't have any like knowledge of who you really are, right. even if it's an inkling, right? That the industry will eat you alive. Yes, and I did. I don't think I really did have a sense of self for real until I got into pole dancing. Because is, it's so empowering. Yeah. yeah. I was, no. like, lost soul when yeah. I was dancing, <laughs> when yeah. I was in, like, the commercial dance industry and stuff. And people, I don't think people realize that they can say things to you that can really fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And they're just saying it off the fly, but it's, like, 
the things that you say to a 22 year old girl that's trying to find her confidence it sticks yeah it's still it sticks and it hurts and it's like you're in these rooms with these people that they feel insecure about themselves so they don't want whatever light that they see in you to shine too bright because they're worried about their job or their state or their whatever and it's like it's just a bowl of i feel like the entertainment industry as much as it's great the arts are great yes music is great Dancing is great. Pole is great. Industries, to me, are whack as fuck. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's all these people, these little kids and big-ass bodies walking around with shit that they don't want to talk about. They're not going to address. Right. Everybody's emotionally unstable. <laughs> but I'm they're like, talking about their woke. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, are we going to address the elephants in the room? And like, yes. see, I didn't feel like, I had, a, I had a bout of feeling lost in dance. Then I just had like a small bout. But for the most part, I always felt like I don't fit in here. That's how I felt too. Right. I always felt like, yeah. yo, I can't. Yeah. I don't fit in here. But yeah. I still have those feelings when I'm in even certain situations where right. I'm just like, okay, I need to stick to the to the to the script. Stick to the purpose. Stick, stick to, to the to plan. Me. Yes. Yep, you wrote this me. plan down. Exactly. It's, it's there. Definitely true. Mm-hmm. Yes. So through the depression, through the diabetes, through the DJing. Mm-hmm. Depression, yes! diabetes, and DJ. I need to write a book called that. I need to write a book called Depression, Diabetes, DJ, and do You're welcome. Get over it. I get 3%. <laughs> I'm only asking for 3%. That's good, because people want like 20 out of my life for everything. Like, bruh, I'll be my own manager so you exactly. can bring me something better. Exactly. So through all of that, you birthed your pop-up meditation movement and music called Look In, Look In mm-hmm. versus looking first of all thank you for knowing all the pillars i'm sorry saying them i right. did my work i did my work you know was that in the order yes okay it was work. movement music meditation so yeah yes almost and knowing how to say it right thank you very You're much welcome. um <laughs> yeah because i was i've always just done this thing where i put people in groups and i like take people places with me and i know who should meet who yes and like this person should know that person and this person should come with me here so like I had been doing stuff, like, in, like, smaller, like, text groups with people just mm-hmm. about, like, fitness, health, and I noticed that I did stuff like that because I was looking for community. Ah. I was looking for, you know, some tribe. and wanting, So you built it. Yeah, yeah. Wanting people that were, like, ascending and wanted to talk about that more. And just not even sometimes talk, just be in a space and just be chilling. Right. And doing an activity together. Yes. Being a dancer also, so it's, like, the movement part of that. That was really the meditation for me. Yo, I didn't even know that I was even fucking doing this. When, like, it's like to look at it I now. I love these epiphanies that she's having. <laughs> Epiphany Tiffany. <laughs> no, because it's like, so the, our year um, anniversary just passed yes. on March 17th. Yes. So it's like, I didn't know. I didn't realize this a year ago. I was just like, I need to finally do these. I wanted to do them for like four years and I never did them. Like, on this scale. And I was like, I just need to do it. Yes. Like, I just need to do this and and bring people together and, like, whatever. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Where did the name come from? I just kept saying that. Like, usually you need to names, look. You need to look, look in, in versus looking. Look, in. Mm-hmm. look within mm-hmm. versus, versus looking, looking around. around. Yeah, I used to just, I kept saying it. I kept writing it in Instagram um, captions. I kept wow. saying it to people. Usually anything I do, it just comes up like that. It's something it I keep saying. Yeah. Yes. Got you. Yeah. So it's just. You and know. the events have been really great. I've every time you have one, I'm literally like, oh, I'm out of town. Yeah. 
on this. And we're oh, gonna shit. have one with you. Like we, I yes. want you to host one. Yes, I want to do this. We're gonna have this. It's gonna happen. Cause that that poll <laughs> is going to be packed. It's gonna happen. I already told a few people, and they're like, "Oh, when you doing the poll one?" And yes. I'm like, "It's coming. Girl. It's coming. We gotta we it's gotta sit coming. down and schedule that yeah. out." But yes, so. And so you have the music, you have the meditation, mm-hmm. you have the movement. Mm-hmm. They have, they're just like chilling with each other, yes. networking. Yeah, networking. And just like, being real. Yeah, we've had uh, for Black History Month, we did like a, a party brunch. So that one was a situation of candle making. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, a black-owned woman company, Stripped Ego. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, they came and did a candle making experience. So you got to. Pick out your um, scent, pick out your charged stone or crystal, pick out the fragrance you wanted and the herbs, this and they physically fancy. had you make it with your hands. And there's something wow. about making something with your hands, like setting an intention for yes. that and taking it home with you. Yes. And you get to look at that all the time, you know? And you're looking. You're looking in. in. So, Versus looking around. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. like, I'm, I want, it's an experiential space um, at the intersection between like wellness and everyday life, especially for people of color. Wow. Because I want people to, of color to know exactly what you said is what I tell people. This doesn't mean you have to only just sit on a, on a sofa um, pillow with your legs crossed and meditate this home. way. Right. Yeah. Like stop making people think you can't take up space in your own wellness. Like yes. this is not a fucking fad. Yeah. This is your life. This is your life. You only get one. Yeah. And, and it ain't a fad. And, and it ain't going nowhere. At all. And this is the kind of conversations I used to have with myself. So this got birthed out of needing more of what I wanted. If I needed to be more healthy and mentally um, take care of my mental wellness and my physical health, I needed to be around more people that was doing that. And yes. I didn't always have a lot of people that were doing that or I just didn't see them. Right. So I was like. You built your just, community. Yeah. Yes. That's what I do. That's what I do with Black Rose Pole. I was like, I want to see more, so I'm just gonna do it. And that <laughs> shit is so popping Thank and you. super lit, and mad people follow it. I just today too, or the, no, like two days ago, this girl was like in her Insta story trying to like pull and stuff and I was like I sent her black girl pole. I was like you need to follow this too well thank you no problem thank you send all the pole dances my way <laughs> I got you so this takes us to our dear Delijah segment of the show and Tiffany the biggest question that people ask you is and I've kind, I think we've kind of covered it but it's how do I start meditating I, I feel like and I'm no like I'm no sensei. Looking versus looking is not like master to student. It's human to human. Yes. So this is why I bring in people that have been studying meditation longer than I have. Right. Um, but when I started meditating about like eight, nine years ago, I didn't know how to meditate either. Right. And I'm super type A. So like, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. It's not perfect. I, I, like, I need to read up on this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, I can't stop thinking. And it's not that. Like meditating is your state as when you're just still right your state of just being and you can get that at any point with your breathing so i tell people start with breathing just start breathing right focusing on your breath like focusing on the inhale and how your belly expands and the exhale and how you feel maybe um the coolness in your throat or like just different things say a word uh close your eyes and see a color it, like, it could be a word like rum or something, and you just say that over and right. over again. 
And you just do it for like 60 seconds, two minutes. Right. You don't have to be a master meditator. No. And be like, I meditated yesterday for seven hours. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, wherever Realistically. you are, that might not be it for right, you. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like the first time I ever meditated for two hours was like last summer. And I had like a crazy experience in the Rocky Mountains. We, we, and we were in, with looking in the Rocky Mountains. Wow. But that was by myself and like one other person. And I was like, oh shit. Wow. Wow. But there are days now where I still have to like, okay, take a moment. Take a moment because I can't even stop myself for five minutes. Right. You know, like I literally, I'll just be going. I'll get up and I'll go and I'm on the phone and I'm on the email and I'm yes. scrolling and then I'm like, Posting and you gotta scroll and then you gotta check this email. Then you gotta go to that email. And then you'll be like, wait, I didn't even like how how yeah, am I today? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh my, I should have did this. Oh, this person did that, and I find myself slipping into there. And I'm like, oh no, like bring it back. And breathing does that for me. Yes. yes. Breathing and putting your feet to the ground is like, come on, meditating. Yes. 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 So, question number two. Mm-hmm. What is it like being a woman in a mostly male-dominated NBA field. How do you deal with that? How do you cope with the... that? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a... But no, that's a good thing. How do you cope with the that? Because it that. is a that. Um, I think just past even just NBA, just in music, music is so male-dominated. You don't get to... Like, women producers, women engineers, women... True. Any, you know, like they're just not really celebrated or put to the forefront. Um, So for me, being in a male, which is fake, a fake male dominated industry. Right. Because they love, I feel like I've even started to be like, I'm going to retire that soon because it's not going to, it ain't male dominated. We out here. Right. Just not saying. Exactly. That is so true. We need to stop saying a male dominated field. Because we are out here, yeah. and, and this like this has been, the past few years is like the year of the woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like the lifetime of the woman, they just catching up now. So, right. So it's, I think for me, it's always looking around, seeing where my allies are um, in other women. Yes. To see where they're at, because it's great to move in numbers, and it's great to just connect with people because when you're in any industry and you're dealing with the same type of stuff, you feel um, a sense of community when you get to talk about right. certain things. And, and just like, that's how creation starts. Yes. That's how things move. That's how things grow and get bigger. That's how you figure out other purpose. Um, so for me, it's like looking around, seeing who's around me. And also, again, taking up space. Like not being afraid to be like, I'm here. You know, I'm in the building. You see me. You, I know you see me. <laughs> I know you see me. I, I know you're inspired by me, even though you act like you don't see me. Right. I know you're inspired by the other women, too. Right. Even though you try to front on them. And <laughs> I'm going to say they're here, too. Right. what's up? Right. So wow. I, think, I think it's more of just staying really grounded and also knowing, too, we are creating things. Life is about creating things. And... We are supposed to be having fun with some of the things that we're creating. We're also supposed to be changing our lives and other people's lives. Yes. I got to stick to that. I cannot stick to this illusionary aspect of, you know, I am a woman in your space. No. Mm. Mm. First of all, I'm a human. Right. First of all. So let's be clear. Like, we all are dealing with something. We all are, like... Dealing with Everybody stuff. is. Man, woman, anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But if you really want to talk about it, like, 
the the earth is a woman, God <laughs> is a woman. Like, if you really want to get, like, in it and be like, oh, I'm in your space, really, though, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the woman that pushed you out of her uterus, though. The Bronx is coming out of her, guys. Very much so, because my hands are moving like, I don't even know what you're saying to me right now. Like, don't even try me. Like, you're good. And that's a dub, my, like, <laughs> like, Breathe easy on that. She's like, if we if we really want to go there, I will destroy you. Yeah, but we're not gonna do we're, that. We're not gonna do that. So I'm about elevating lives. Yo, for real. <laughs> Sometimes that meditation don't work, and you'll get me real quick. <laughs> It'll get real Bronx real quick. Sometimes if I don't breathe fast <laughs> enough, it will. <laughs> True. So, you do have to, but that's just that's New York. Sometimes you got to catch yourself because you will flip the fuck out on somebody that's like even just being in la like oh god but god and it's just like i move so fast like you know and then when you're in la with other like transplants from new york yes they like love that you're there right because they're like oh my god somebody else that moves fast with me <laughs> so yeah, yeah that, that new, that's that new york life <laughs> so this brings us to i'm gonna sing it a boom 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 a boom Boom, 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 boom. It's the get 'em goals. It's the get 'em goals. Hey, hey, it's the get 'em goals. <laughs> so, Tiffany, yes. What is your get 'em goal for the listeners today, guys? If you don't know, the the get 'em goal is a goal that our guest on the show or I come up with for you to follow for a week, mm-hmm. which hopefully turns into a month which hopefully turns into a year. You can write in, tell me how your get em goals went uh, from the past. You know, we've had some really good get em goals, but uh, you can write in at blackgirlfitfiles at gmail.com. Let me know and I'll share it with everybody. So Tiff, yes. what's your get em goal? My get em goal for you guys is to challenge yourself to take I was going to say an hour, but <laughs> I'm going to give y'all some leeway. Uh-oh. Take 15 minutes in the morning when you wake up, as soon as you wake up, to not touch your phone. Oh, Jesus. Any TV, any electronic, nothing that's going to give you sound vibration or something that's going to give you a whole bunch of images to look at. And 15 minutes before you go to bed. So no nothing, anything, zip, zilch, naza, like nothing. 15 minutes. I was telling... <laughs> it's only 15 minutes. I do an hour, so... Which is 30 minutes of the day. And I'm the worst. The Like, I, I will be full of transparency, you guys. As soon as my eyes wake up, as soon as I open my eyes, Wesley jumps on me, and then I grab my phone. It is so bad. It's so bad. And the first thing I go to, I don't, like, check, you know, my bank account. I go to freaking Instagram. Instagram. I'm telling you. Why? I'm telling you. We are so fixed to go to Instagram. And that that's so true. You see these images of people. And they it just come at you. And it comes at you. And sometimes it can be a very defeating way to start your day. Because yeah. you'll see, like, the next person, like, doing all this great stuff. And you're just, like, laying in your bed. And mm-hmm. then before you know it, two hours have passed. And your ass is still laying in the bed mm-hmm. looking at other, everybody else do great stuff. You and know. then you and if if you are the type of person that doesn't watch yourself talk, that can turn into a whole nother rabbit hole that you yes. go down to. Yes. Or even just subconsciously when you're seeing all these images 
of like you need to look like this you need yes. to buy this to feel better you need to have this you need to it's just too much it's so much and so much loaded on your brain it really is first thing in the morning so i encourage y'all to get that get them goal and i'm just i'm only asking for 15 minutes and a lot of my followers do it people dm me they write on my walls they write on my walls on twitter facebook like and they tell me, like, yo, that really helped. And they are doing half an hour. I'm so going to do this. I, can I start with five minutes? You could, yo, <laughs> dead ass, start with five minutes. Dead ass, start with five minutes. I'm, I'm proud of anybody that goes, I did five minutes of, like, whatever you said. And I'm like, yes. Because that's how I start. I might have to, yeah. I don't do, I, don't, I can't cold turkey things. I've tried right, neither that can in I. my life. It's horrible. And at about to be 33, I know that's not the way for me. I got to go. Pound fail. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. It's I'm going to so come bad. right back. Yeah. So. Very true. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a good one. I'm so doing that. Yes. Thank you for that. Well, You're Tiffany, welcome. thank you. Yes. I miss you. I'm like, we haven't seen each other in a while, y'all. So it's like, I'm literally like, her skin's mad nice. Her braids are popping. Like, it's just, I'm just so proud. You're hilarious. I'm proud I'm of so you. Proud. I am too because I'm it's crazy I'm so proud of you because we've just seen each other evolve into these amazing women and it's like yeah yeah that's so true it's so crazy it's it's like you Aurelia Mm -hmm. and Michelle is two other friends of ours that are dancers and we were in the trenches together and now Aurelia's on Broadway and Mm -hmm. Michelle is doing acting and Mm -hmm. everything and it's just like wow yeah when we just trusted our gut yeah. And like went went the went off the beaten like path, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just thank you so thank much. You. I'm so proud of you. I'm excited to see everything that will be happening in your life. I know it's gonna be amazing. She has a birthday coming up, yes. 33. 33. Jesus year, you Come know. Year. I mean, Come on Jesus year. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> so, where can everybody find you? I mean, besides Madison Square Garden. <laughs> You can find me, uh, Beauty Con's coming up, so I will be on the main stage for Saturday, the main DJ stage for wow. Saturday at the Jacob Javits Center. Wow. Um, shout out to that. Uh, what else am I doing? She's just booking y'all. Yeah. Trying, trying, book me. You are. Um, you can find me on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, IG is like where I'm at the most these days, at Tiff McFierce, so at T-I-F-F-M-C Fierce. Uh, tiffmcfierce.com yes. and please follow look in versus looking uh, we are at at look underscore in excuse me bs for versus looking l-o-o-k-i-n yes uh, yeah. and we've we do events all around the country we've done la yes. vegas colorado um and we're planning for new york obviously right and we're planning for chicago miami Come on. Um, Houston. Yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to Ghana. Yes, Ghana. So we'll see what happens. She'll be there. You'll see her on (laughs) social media in Ghana. (laughs) Like, hey, y'all. I know, right? Call me a boo out here. It's lit. (laughs) All right. Okay. So guys, until then, be courageous, be sexy, be strong. I'll holler at you later. Bye. Peace out.